they're always blaming you for everything, right? They're blaming us. They're blaming someone else. But especially, it's scary, scary, scary when they turn around and blame us for whatever it is. This happens in particular when we leave them because they're mad. We're taking away their toys. This is Jennifer Smith of True Love Scam Recovery with the podcast. You know the name by now, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound. We're going to talk about why they blame people for things in today's podcast. The thing that brought me to this topic, how they blame other people and specifically blame us, is that I saw a meme on what's it called now? It's not Twitter anymore. It's X. So I saw this meme and here's what it said. Narcissists will blame you for destroying their life because you are leaving them for destroying yours. Well, our lives fall apart, crumble. We experience ruin, destruction, a sense of the floor of the earth being pulled out from under us because of their presence, because we are ensnared in their world. We've fallen into the vortex of them. We're under their spell and affected and influenced and our lives fall apart. So always there's a point where we're done, where we've been hurt enough, seen enough strange lies, all of that, you know, that's why you're listening, that we leave, that we end it. We find a way to escape. They are not blaming us for destroying their life, however, because of that. They blame us for their lives all the time, always, and always will. They blame everyone and anyone for everything and anything about their lives. And they do this because, what do I say all the time? This is how they're wired. Well, what does that mean, right? They're wired as parasitic predators. Parasites have to have a host that doesn't know that they are a parasite or a host that doesn't know they're being used. And then a predator, they're preying upon people, they're hunting people so they can use them in a parasitic manner to survive. This is what these sociopaths are even if you're calling them a narcissist. They blame everybody. They despise everyone. They truly feel this way. They truly feel that everything that has fallen apart in their lives, all the things they've gained that are then taken away from them are because of us. They lose what they took because of us. This is how they truly think. They're going to feel this way no matter what, doesn't matter what we say or what we do, other people are always to blame for what goes wrong in a psychopath's life. It's a wired in natural survival mechanism that they must position themselves as blameless. Their view that everyone else is to blame dovetails nicely, fits perfectly with their wired in view that they are better than everyone. Believing they're better than everyone is not an option for them. 
It's not a choice. It's actually and really the way that their brains are hardwired. They have no option but to believe they are better than everyone. And within that, then, is going to be that if something goes wrong, it's because of you, the other. Yeah? So what I'm getting at that can be useful for us in this is that whatever they're saying is malarkey, absolute bullshit, all the time. Of course, no one else is to blame for what a sociopath is or for what is happening in their lives. They have created, so to speak, taken what they have by deception, by theft, by misrepresentation, defrauding. If that falls apart, it's because what they have isn't theirs. The life they think they took, made, however they think of it, doesn't really exist. Naturally, it's going to fall apart. Let them blame you. If this is just casual talk, as long as this isn't about standing up in court and saying that you're mentally unstable or trying to convince a judge that you're a meth addict, let them blame you. If this is things they're saying to people you know, saying to your face, even putting out on social media, who cares what they say? It's bullshit. Now I know we care. It affects us. But think about your removing yourself from this madness. Think about maneuvering them out of your life using the way that they're wired, the way that they think, their sole motivation, which is to feel safe, that they can take more, or they can leave and still be safe. Use all of that to maneuver them out of your life. The stance that I took with the maniac I kicked out, he stayed 10 days after I kicked him out, trying to get his ducks in a row. Instinctively, I knew to come across to him as submissive as it was my fault, as I blamed myself. I faked crying about him leaving, about how dumb I was that I ruined all of this. I never had to quite voice any of that. I didn't have to put that in words. In fact, this came about because he mistook my tears in a certain moment for that. And I saw that. I noticed that that's what he thought. I saw it flash across his face that this pleased him. We need them to be pleased so that we are safe. We want it to end. They want to get away feeling they have a clean slate. Nobody's going to come after them. They aren't bad. They aren't in trouble. And we can create that. We have to create that. It's for our safety. This isn't the kind of lying they do that is there to use people and take people and has the effect of destroying people. This is pretending so that we can get them out of our lives so that we aren't destroyed and used any longer. 
us leaving them, kicking them out, really does not affect their survival. They do continue. We're not taking away things that make it impossible for them to keep going. Their entire lives have been about them or functioned by them using other people, deceiving other people, taking things from other people, many people simultaneously. Us dropping out of that gaggle of, you know, let's use the word supply, resources, right? Us dropping out of that isn't going to change much for them at all. They act like it will, but typically it doesn't. But the more they're getting from us at the time that we try to end it, the harder they're going to fight to keep it all in place, the more intensely they might blame us. That is true. That is something to consider. We want to step back what we do sometimes gradually before the big drop, the big exit. Yeah, they're idiots. What they say is meaningless. They're talking about a life that doesn't exist. It's not theirs. It's what they borrowed. It's what they took. It's what they stole. It's what the effect of what they are brought to them from us because of our natural response to the effect of a sociopath is to give, is to do for them, and to feel this extraordinary sense in the beginning that they're amazing and we're doing this together until we find that none of that is really the case. Think about some sessions with me. You can email me, jennifer at truelovescam.com. You can directly schedule and put in the fees for sessions at www.truelovescam.com forward slash chat. You could get yourself a copy of the book, Breaking Up With Evil, Escaping Coercive Control. It's available only on Amazon at this point. It will have a broader availability coming up. It's five women's stories of exactly this, how it all happened, and including this end where they blame you, take you to court, threaten you, refuse to pay things back, do things, give you your belongings. Breaking up with evil on Amazon. Send me things you want answers to. I'll answer them in the podcast. This is Jennifer Smith, True Love Scam Recovery, with the podcast, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound, sending you all good things. (music) 